dig. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. On today's episode, they're bangers, dude. I love Treehouse Horror. Definitely, like Alex said, the doll element, man. Just dolls are fucking creepy, man. Even had like Jennifer Love Hewitt in that, who was, uh, you know, the scream queen of our time. I remember uh, Say Cheese and Die, too. You guys remember that one? The haunted camera? So, if all the monsters are just fucking, shouldn't it be called the Monster Smash? Hello, you ghouls and gals. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. As always, I'm Chris Fig. That's right. Happy Halloween. This is Steve. Boo. It's Alex. Oh, I didn't see you there. It's Dave. Avance, you suck your blood. It's Chris. What up, fellas? So uh, as you guys may know, we're going to be talking a little bit about Halloween. But to kick things off for a lightning round, I want to ask you, dudes, what was your favorite Halloween costume? I think you guys know mine. I think I've talked about it before, but Teen Wolf. I uh, had a jacket. I attached a uh, caveman wig to my hair, to my face as beard. Had some werewolf teeth and nails and uh, some shades and brought a basketball with me and just uh, slayed at the uh, bars. That costume slayed. looked legit, dude. I know I, I never saw it in person, but in pictures I've seen, that was a really good costume. Um, I can't remember too many. One that pops into my head is I was the mask. Uh, Jim carries the mask uh, a while back, I think. And uh, yeah, it's fucking pretty easy. Just green face paint, suspenders. Pretty, pretty cheesy version, but uh, it was cool. Whoa, somebody stop him. Smoke it. Somebody suck me. <laughs> well, one year, I'll bring up the time that we brought up before and we've we've sent the picture out on our social media page but we all were our version of the village people it's really funny looking back on it now because we did zero research as to what they really looked like i went off of wayne's world when they were dressed like and did that little you know uh go into the gay club and they do the dance yeah, to ymca it's like a biker <laughs> <laughs> Alex was the biker. I was the, biker. the I was the Native American. Chris was the firefighter. Fig, you were a construction worker. <laughs> I don't even know where I got that vest from, but funny to say now, but I remember I was like, we were dressing up at your house and I was like, I'm wearing shorts. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go all the way home to like put pants on. <laughs> And your sister was like, oh, I have a pair of pants you can borrow. And they're totally like bell bottom pants. And I look at them now. <laughs> I'm like, they're clearly women's pants. And I just was oh, like, okay. fuck it, whatever. <laughs> but we committed, man. And as a group, it was so fucking hilarious because Alex had like a fake leather jacket he got from like a thrift shop. And didn't you like cut the sleeves of it too, man, in your hat? <laughs> I had we looked like great, that leather man. cap or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> None of us had a t-shirt on underneath either. We just like, I had just like a vest that I had like tattered with scissors and shit too. It was funny, but uh, I'd have to throw that one out there as a, as a group, we looked great and it was fucking hilarious. Dude, Dave, that one is fucking awesome, man. Uh, for me, dude, I had this, uh, Eeyore costume from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, one year I needed a costume to go to a party and I had nothing and I asked my like cousins if they had anything and my one cousin had this really like $300 nice plush 
Eeyore costume, you clapped the hands together and it made fucking noises and shit. Had a, a, flapped up over your head. Really cool. Uh, went to a party with it. And it was a fucking hit, man. Everyone loved it. My God, it was awesome. So there it is. Hey, ended up wearing yeah. it to a bunch of parties, a bunch of different times. And I have had so many great fucking memories in that thing. So still around. I think I eventually gave it back to her and it lives to this day. Yes, listeners. So uh, I just uh, threw that costume up on the screen. Well, uh, I have a few, actually, a few of all of us throughout the years dressed up in Halloween costumes. So definitely going to have to post some of these. And I would say, man, that same night I was dressed up as Aladdin and I had old baseball pants, which I just they were dirty because they were my baseball pants, you know. And similar to Alex finding a, a vest at the thrift store that year, I did the same thing. Got a purple vest and found one of those. I don't even know what kind of hats those are called. The little red caps or whatnot. And threw that on, man. Is it called a fez? A fez? A fez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, it was funny because, I mean, I, I guess I guess I somewhat kind of look like Lennon. My hair was a bit longer in those days, so it worked out, man. And it made for some good times, for sure. Wilmer Valderrama. Uh, uh, Aladdin. Yes. Perfect mix. You could be uh, Aladdin at Disneyland for sure, man. I remember when Disneyland had that uh, Aladdin show and I was like, it'd be so great to be Aladdin, but not like the main guy because I can't act for shit. But he would be running and jumping from building to building. And I'm like, can I just be the guy that's in the back on like the, like, what would you call those? Like, um, like the strings where you can jump wired something. Yeah, yeah. And just jumping from building to building. That's all I did was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Aladdin stunt double at the Disney California Adventure show. Oh, it'd be so much fun. I'm the uh, Mexican stunt double. I jump over fences and that's all <laughs> I do here. You know, I'm, I'm the stunt double for the afternoon show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely some great times, some great Halloweens we had, but let's change gears up a bit. We're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite Halloween theme episodes, and I'm going to throw the show over to you, Chris. What do you got for a, a favorite Halloween episode of yours? Dude, uh, runner up, I was going to go with South Park when you first asked us about this because they have some great Halloween episodes, but then I remembered that fucking Brooklyn Nine-Nine, dude, has the greatest series of Halloween episodes in a sitcom ever. Uh, just increasing level of heists uh, surrounded by other normal Brooklyn Nine-Nine shenanigans. And it's awesome. Uh, Captain Holt breaks character a lot in these episodes, which is cool to see him kind of, you know, get into the mix of things and not be so cold. And to generally not know who's going to win each year and end up with the thing. I fucking love it. Have any of you guys ever seen these episodes? Oh, yeah, man. I've seen all of them. I I feel like one of the best running jokes for sitcom that I think ever that could ever be definitely top five of running jokes. And like you said, all the twists and turns just surrounding the heist. And like you said, never know who's going to win at the end, generally being surprised. Even I've seen them before and I kind of would forget like who won this this heist episode. Dude, one of the best is in the earliest ones when uh, Peralta wins for the first time and fucking Captain Holt really can't believe leave it and then the next year you know uh he wins holt and he's like oh i've been planning this for fucking 12 months and jake's like damn i'm gonna start planning mine right now and he's like you're already three months behind and he's like damn yeah it's fucking <laughs> hilarious dude i think there's one every season i don't know if there's yeah. a single season they skipped them and they're all pretty i mean you know varying degrees but they're all pretty damn funny dude it's funny because i've seen those two episodes in particular 
that you're speaking about. And then I kind of fell off and I I'm glad the show continued. I know it kind of switched networks at one point, right. And uh, got continued. So I'm glad there's a lot more out there that I can just binge through eventually at some yeah, point. It was like um, eight seasons. Nine, or, or, I believe. Oh shit. Yeah. And I stopped at like season three or something. I, I could be yeah. wrong with that, but if you've never watched it out there, listeners, it's a Dude. really good, just like funny, goofy, feel good comedy, man, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah who's I, Peralta's, partner who's the guy he's like give it all you got just oh, give it all you got um, charles yeah joe from from Viglio, something like that yeah, dude, yeah he's 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 fucking hilarious dude, dude he's so funny man i'm yeah. glad you guys knew by my shitty uh impersonation from I'm a different sorry movie. that i give don't it all you got name. give it all you got <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh that's boyle in the show and so funny not to give anything away but watching the last season and the heist for that i thought was probably my favorite of them all i mean they're all great in their own kind of sense but the the very last one definitely grabbed me i was like god damn dude what a what a way to have a last heist we should say dude for me i've been watching a lot of Halloween stuff, honestly, throughout the month and scary movies. But I was on a big Treehouse of Horror kick with The Simpsons. Ooh. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I I tend to always find myself watching like the seasons of The Simpsons when we were kids almost. Like, you know, before even high school and stuff. Like when I was like elementary into junior high, those are my favorite seasons of The Simpsons. I feel like the writing was so good and television was just like different back then too. But those Treehouse of Horrors are still so good, man. And then I watched a lot of the newer ones too. And honestly... They're all great, but um, there's a shitload of them to watch nowadays. Simpsons have been yeah. on forever. They're bangers, dude. I love Treehouse for it's like what thirty five seasons or something like that now. Yeah, go- going on it, That's and it's crazy. funny. Like the first one, it's like a Marge coming out and being like warning, like if you have children. Don't watch this. And then the second Treehouse of Horror, she's like, we told you last year and you didn't listen. She was like, put your kids to bed now and stuff like that, dude. And it's good, man. I recommend it for all the listeners out there. It's funny how it's on Disney Plus nowadays. I remember when I was a kid, the Simpsons were kind of like risque for children back in those days. So it's kind of funny to think that. But Dude, I liked any of the Treehouse of Horrors that involved those fucking aliens. I can't think of what their their race is. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, the big old dome heads and the tentacle legs and stuff. Uh, they always got involved in some crazy shit, eating people. Yeah, Kangan. Kronos or Kangan, something, right? Kangan Kodos. Kodos, yeah. You had that but as a trivia siblings. for us at one point. Yeah, they're, I think they're, I mean, they look like twins. They're brothers twins or, or siblings or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, lover, or lovers, dude. Oh. Or they were lovers. They could, yeah, be. they could be they could be lovers solar opposites type shit but i would say watching treehouse of horrors always puts me in that halloween vibe you know because oh, yeah. it, it just reminds me of being a kid and doing those halloween events when you're a kid but then also watching the simpsons because that was something you always look forward to every year if you were a fan of the simpsons is a treehouse of horror and like you said so many creative episodes and even in the beginning, I always loved how they would change the name of like the credits, like the cast to be kind of Halloween horror-esque. And just like we said, Simpsons always just kept it fresh, kept it fun, kept it creative. Mm-hmm. So was it Sunday nights or Monday nights? I, th- I want to say Sunday nights, right? It was always Sunday. Yeah. yeah. But there was always uh, reruns playing throughout the week. What too. a good like, lineup, though, though. Like back in the day when Malcolm the Middle was in there, too, and stuff, man, there was a lot of it changed oh, over the years. Bro, yeah. They always Definitely. had some good ones. 
So I'm going to go a bit inception here because I know we're doing a list of our favorite Halloween episodes, but do you guys have a favorite episode or just, I guess, a little short for Treehouse of Horror? I like anything that's kind of like parody based of the, something, you no know, pop culture, which is, you know, they were kind of like the family guy before family guy. I always enjoyed like the shinning. Episode oh, one, that's right? a re- really good one. Yeah. Is that the one? I don't know if I'm confusing that. So tell me if I am, but I think it's like the second one, like how I'd mentioned second Treehouse of horror when they move into that house or is that a different one? Or is that the, that's the same one, right? Uh, I think so. And then it's where, uh, Basically, Homer just goes crazy, and the same thing happens. And then, uh, what's his name? Like the uh, groundskeeper, Willie. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I think now. it's him yeah. doing it. And Bart's <laughs> yeah. about to say it's the shining, but he stops him. He says, "Stop He's it!" Like, you know, you can't say yeah. it or something. Yeah, I um, from what I can remember from that episode, I think because there's always like three or four shorts in the Treehouse of Horror. I think Willie was trying to save them every short and he'd always get like an axe in the Kid. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I I was confusing it with one from, it, it was the second Treehouse of Horrors and they moved into uh, a new house and the house was possessed. And it makes them start like wanting to kill each other. Like in the middle of the night, they all have knives and stuff. And then Marge yells at the house and the house like apologizes. And then it realizes they're not afraid of it and they're not going to move out. And so then they're like, we want to stay here with you. Like, and he's like, life with the Simpsons. He's like, let me think about it. And then he ends up just like killing himself instead. <laughs> uh, which I think was like, the Amityville horror. Like, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. That was a fucking right. that was a crazy movie. Yeah, like I said earlier, I was like the the Kang and Kodos ones. They were in like the first, I don't know, th- three, four, five. And then after that, they kind of just had cameo appearances. But the one where they uh, were feeding the Simpsons a bunch of like crazy meals and they eventually thought they were feeding them humans. But it turned out they actually weren't feeding them humans. So but the build up to that was a really good one. And I've always enjoyed their their character. Yeah, I liked in that episode where Lisa is like, they want to eat us. And they're like, how to cook humans. And like, they're like, no, there's just a little bit of dust on it. And he dusts it off. Like, how to cook for humans. And <laughs> I believe that was the first Treehouse of Horror. I want to say it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. It's classic. Wasn't there one where Homer got his head turned into a donut? Or are we thinking in the same? Or was that the one... Yeah, he sells his soul to uh, Devil Ned Flanders. And he's like, I'll sell my soul for a donut because at, at work, everyone ate all the donuts. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, if I don't eat the last piece of donut, you don't get my soul. And Homer being Homer is like, he couldn't he couldn't do it. He had to eat the last, the last crumb. So he makes a deal of making his head into a donut. Yeah, yeah. Dude, do you guys remember also the episode? And this is this is one I should have said that I remember from a kid the most because the animation got crazy, but it was where Homer like went into the corner, like behind the fridge in the kitchen. And it was like an alternate like dimension. And yeah. then eventually like it sucked him into like a wormhole and he came out in the real world and he was like claymation or something. And he was like, whoa. And it, I remember it, that, that freaked one was me a out. <laughs> it freaked me out when I was a kid, man. Saw it for the first time. Yeah, because it was the first time you saw The Simpsons in 3D. And I, I, that one I remember mm-hmm. being like, it was like a big thing. You know, it was like the promotions for it's like Triassic Horror, like Homer's going to be, you know, in 3D mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Triassic Horror, always a classic. Uh, I think I'm just going to continue to watch them because I got up to about season 12. So, as you said, Dave, there's at least... 18 to 15 more episodes because there's so many damn seasons of the simpsons but the episode i love watching every year that i would say honestly is still pretty fucking scary 
it's an episode of Family Matters and it's called steve And Steve Urkel, you know, as we know, always uh, creating things, always inventing things. So he comes up with uh, making a puppet. The, the doll comes to life and starts essentially just taking out all of the Winslows. An episode I used to watch all the time as a kid, even like to this day, my family, you know, there's a set a few set of episodes we like to watch and this one's always there. So uh, have you guys seen this episode of Family Matters with uh, the evil Steve Urkel doll? Yeah, dude, I want to say that it legitimately kind of scared me as a kid, man. I haven't I haven't revisited it in since I was a teenager, so I need to. But it was a classic in my childhood for sure. Yeah, that was definitely one that you you, you were kind of felt kind of bad that you were kind of scared of it. And I was just like, so I didn't really tell anybody, but it did freak me out. Dolls, man, just little dolls are scary. Fuck that Annabelle type shit. Yeah, I remember it, dude, when I was a kid, but I do remember it was freaky. I totally remember that for sure. Definitely like Alex said, the doll element, man, just dolls are fucking creepy, man. What was cool about this episode is they showed the behind the scenes, how they made the puppet work and talk and just move around and stuff. Yeah, like you guys said, even to this day, just hella creepy and all of the close-up shots. Like you said, anytime a doll is like talking, you're like, I don't know, just something unnatural about it. It just freaks me the fuck out. So such a good episode. Yeah, but that's uh, Jim Henson for you. You know, they did a great job on set with the puppet and it really shows. But uh, let's keep the ball rolling. What uh, what episode you got, Steve? Uh, Mine is a classic, probably, well, definitely for you guys as well. But the Halloween episode for Boy Meets World. Ooh. Yeah, so this was uh, basically kind of like a parody of like a Scream movie. Even had like Jennifer Love Hewitt in that, who was, uh, you know, the Scream queen of our time. Uh, just a lot of the jokes, all the punchlines that they would hit for each little moment. I just would always just crack me up. But in the end, it's kind of a little more serious than, than just a parody, like a real nightmare of his. But uh, yeah, classic can be those jokes. Yeah, similar to the Family Matters episode, this episode generally scared me, man. That fucking janitor, whoever they got to play. I, I'm, I'm curious of the casting. You're like, hey, we're looking for a creepy fucking janitor, dude. And the music that would play anytime he would show up just would get so like intense and like horror-like and just his face, dude, like no expression. And dude, talk about a creative way to insert some horror aspect into Boy Meets World. I feel like it was like released in the late 90s. I remember I was spending the night at my cousin's house and he was a little younger than me and then my uncle put tgif on and that episode came on it was so i mean as a kid even dude like you had no idea who the killer was gonna be and then the reveal uh it being sean you're like whoa and i just remember angela like screaming the entire episode and i at one point i think eric looks at her or like um jack's like you know what? You're really good at that. <laughs> and she like screams again, but dude, classic episode. And for the time they had a kind of like a lot of pop culture references, like a few different uh, South Park, like they killed Kenny. And then also just like scream in general. It almost seemed like Ghostface, you know, was the mask that he was wearing and stuff, but all around great episode, dude. I, I always think of that episode every Halloween. Yeah. They mixed uh horror. And I mean, obviously Boy Meets World is, is, 
more of a, a comedy would say, but definitely has its deep moments. And like you said, Steve, you know, those deep moments came arise and just a mixture of, of comedy and the horror aspect they added to it was so fucking great. And just to say, I mean, Eric, you know, Wilfred Al always stole the show, but especially this episode, man, I feel like he just, I almost wonder if they just like, Hey man, here's a rough script. Just kind of do whatever you need to do to kind of make it fit. And I just watching that show, like you'll be kind of, I mean, obviously we're adults now, but it's like still pretty fucking freaky. And then here comes Eric with that, you know, comic relief. And you're like, damn, dude, this guy just lands his jokes like all the time. We'll always remember he was this tall. I, uh, as a Boy Meets World fan, I'm ashamed to say I don't remember this one, man. I need to go back. I need to go back and watch it. Sam, I know my wife just binged the shit out of the entire season. So she definitely could chime in on it. And I, I missed it. I dodged it. Well, like Fig was saying though, too, like the deaths in it, like that pencil, the joke I just made was a reference. Like somebody gets a pencil through their head and they fall <laughs> down the wall and Eric goes up and he's like, we'll always remember he was this tall. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of brutal looking too. Right. I mean, like the makeup they did for it definitely uh, like a, for a kid's TV show, it's not something you would see today. Well, last but not least, uh, Mr. A.B., my friend, what a Halloween episode favorite of yours are you going to throw out? I had one that stuck in my head, and it was the first episode, I believe, of the Goosebumps TV show. And that was the Halloween mask where the girl is trick-or-treating. Well, before they trick-or-treat and she goes to that that crazy store with all the fucking dope masks and just picks that weird one and puts it on. And worst nightmare, which will never happen, but I always was scared of it that she couldn't take it off and it was stuck to her. And it, was, it wasn't even that scary other than she was freaking out because she couldn't get this creepy ass mask off her face. And all hell ensues after that. I don't know. You guys remember? that one? Oh yeah, man. Like I said, uh, I feel like this one I always watch too every year and you, you saying it not that scary, that shit's still pretty fucking scary, man. <laughs> I think like just the idea behind it, like it wasn't like anybody was chasing you or trying to kill you or anything. It was just like she put on this mask and it stuck to her. So just like that idea where you're like, holy fuck, dude, if that happened to me, that would be so freaky. Doesn't it start I don't remember like how con she controlling her in some way or, but, or am I misremembering this? No, Oh, I was going to ask. I couldn't remember if it started like taking over her. Like she started becoming thoughts or yeah, something. I thought like it was she started else. becoming that guy or something. Yeah. Like her voice was changing or something or like she started becoming like aggressive. Like she really wanted to. There's these two guys that would always like bully her at school and she like wanted to get them back and it almost seemed like she's like, I want to get them like, fuck, she's going to hurt them. Like her friend. I remember being like, did you hurt them? She's like, no. Like, you know, and even towards her friend, she was being kind of like, the fuck? Like, what's wrong with you? You know, so it, it was changing up her her personality. Got you, bitch. Don't ask me questions. Yeah, it did definitely change her a little bit. And I don't even remember how she got it off in the end, but that was definitely one of those ones. I want to watch that again. Where would that? It's probably on YouTube, huh? Uh, yeah. They're on Netflix. They're on Netflix. Oh, yeah. shit. There's uh, no one two-part episode. No one knew who she was until she put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> on the mask. That mask store too was pretty cool. Dude, yeah, the old creepy sale, uh, like owner of the mask shop. Dude, he was fucking creepy too. I'm like, why are you going to be alone with this dude in like the back shop of your mask, you know, store? It's like, uh, have you not, have <laughs> you not seen the Dahmer series? Here, yeah. kids, come to the back of the store. I got some yeah. really cool masks back there. <laughs> Looking online and they actually 
actually like sell the masks, like a couple, you know, like a oh, copy, of course. Shit. But oh, cheap, hell yeah, dude. cool. What uh, would you guys? Cool. Would you guys put it on? Um, good question. No, thank you, know. sir. It's yeah. kind of funny, but there's like a, a movie that I haven't seen. Maybe you guys have, but it's the same kind of premise. And it's like a, a dude who hired a clown for his kid's birthday and the clown doesn't show up. So he finds like a clown suit dude. And, it's and it's like really like a demon or something. That's it starts like fucked up. It looks crazy. And it's like, it affects him too. In the same way, it like changes him into like a demonic, yeah. like Fuck, clown. What's that called? I think I'm gonna say it might be called clown. It enough. might just be called clown. I think. Yeah. Did you guys read the Goosebumps books back in the day? Or at least a oh, few of them? Oh, for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. hell yeah, dude. All the, especially all the ones that choose your ending or jump. Yes. Yeah. Those were the best, dude. Who I else those. peeked forward a little bit to be like, what? Let me just see which where, which one of these goes. <laughs> right. and yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I would read like the first, like, you know, a few paragraphs of each one and be like, okay, I'm going this way, dude. What's yeah, it that where you, you could... walk into the killer, he kills you. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. like oh, no, no, no. no. Reverse, reverse. Like three choices. In it, or you, you get one mulligan book to a book, dude. Like it was upside down some of the pages, so you'd have to like turn the book over and like read it a different way. Dude, like, some of them were like you know whatever. Some of those are pretty like cool stories, dude. Especially for if you're like a teenager or whatever. Pretty dope, man. No hell yeah, R.L. Stein. You no, know, I guess there what, were the what few age group eight. My my over aging myself. How old? Uh, is no, I thought it was books, older. Dude, I don't know. You're like, you're teens and <laughs> teens. It's like you're reading well, you Goosebumps in high school, man. Goosebumps, dude. Yeah, it's dope. I checked out the library, man. Definitely. I mean, if the high school yeah. library has it, it's for high schoolers, right? <laughs> oh, for sure, bro. Isn't that you know I've, special? I told special myself, section. Dude. I feel like the ones with uh, Slappy the dummy were always good. I at least had like oh, one or two of those. Yeah. Dude, then the covers to those. I mean, what we talked about earlier with dolls, dude, the covers are always fucking scary, man. I remember I had one. It was just straight up like pretty much took up the whole cover was his face. And it was such a good read. But I was like, walk by my room late at night and see that cover. I'm like, oh, fuck. I shut the the door. The book's going to eat me, man. Like run upstairs really quick. Yeah, there were some crazy. Wasn't there ones with like uh, worms? I'm sure. Yeah. The most vague, worst description ever. You remember like in elementary school when they'd make you write to uh, your favorite author? I definitely wrote once to R.L. Stein, and I wrote to somebody else on another one. And like, you got something back from like the letterhead of R.L. Stein. I'm like, it's probably some generic ass thing, you know. And then I wondered too, like, did our teacher just like do it? She like handwrites like and pretends to be all these like. <laughs> Was it this one? There's that one, Chris. What is that one called? It's called Go Eat Worms. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. It's like dude, coming sure. out of the notebook and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called yeah. I Got Worms. Can I remember I got the premise? The worm. Absolutely not. But I remember it being a really cool and creepy story about something to do with worms, man. Yeah. I remember uh, Say Cheese and Die, too. You guys remember that one? The Haunted Camera? That was Dude, cool. And wasn't the, fir- the front cover was uh, like a person in like a photo booth or something with like a skeleton face? Yeah, yeah, I think they were like barbecuing. Yeah, barbecuing. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was a dope cover, man. There was a few. There was a few of them, or uh, another episode of Goosebumps, and the book was scary too. But it was one where two kids go visit their grandparents, and the scarecrows come to life. Holy shit! Oh, dude. bro, yeah. Still so that one scary. Was creepy. I can't remember fully, dude, but the cover art of it was like a praying mantis and he was like big as fuck. And he almost looked like his eyes looked like 3D or something on it. And that's why I bought it. And it was another like pick your ending uh, Goosebumps book, man. That was a really good one, too. Where like it kind of bumped out of the, the book a little bit and was like translucent or, or shimmery, whatever. It's like called. shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
those those fucking scholastic book fair days, man. Get so excited. Not even read half the shit you buy, but you would completely. check you would check everything that you wanted and your your mom would be like, This is gonna be like $150. Here's 10 bucks. You're like, Fuck. Yeah. Man, yeah, I remember that shit. Dude. Get some pencils with a fucking cool eraser on it, I guess. I would do that too. I'd be like, Can I get these books? My mom would be like, No. She's like, These cost so much money. And I remember like when the books would get delivered to class and like the kids, all the other kids would have their books. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I wish I had a book right now. <laughs> Mom's like, you never want to go to the library. You're like, but the library is boring. It's not the Scholastic Book Fair. Dude, the Scholastic Book, book Fair was awesome, man. I, I saw they recently banned Captain Underpants. What? what? No, but that's crazy, man. Those are funny ass books for kids. That's wild. Oh, dude, you should see the banned book list. It's there's I was, some yeah, I was hardcore Karens out not there. Not the man. libraries at the bookstore. They have a banned book section. It's like all the books that are banned in schools and whatever you can buy. I and mean, Captain Underpants is on there. And I was like, what the fuck? I was, I was taken aback. Oh, yeah, I don't get I, that. Alrighty, fellas. Well, that was some uh, great Halloween episode talk, but let's keep it rolling. AB, you got a game for us, my friend. Two second tunes. You only got a little bit of time, baby. Go. Two second tunes. You only got one, two. All right, gentlemen. Two second tunes. Movie quote. Spooky edition. Are you ready? Let's go. So I will just for the sake of it, any new listeners out there, I know we're getting a bunch coming in. So two second tunes. I usually give two seconds, probably give a little more because it's spooky edition. Not a lot of Halloween songs out there. I'm a little disappointed for any listeners out there that want to correct me on that. You can, but not a lot. So I threw in some movie quotes as well. So it's a movie quote, two second tunes edition. Ooh, special spooky uh, edition, man. I like it. Mm. And I'm just going to throw it out there. Chris Figueroa is going to go first. You know, I was just thinking. Oh, me? He's got the spookiest shirt on. So everyone else isn't. Unless Dave, are you wearing ghosts on your shirt? Is that ghosts? Oh, no. This is Gecko Hawaii. I got a moose. You got a moose? Dave, uh... Dave's wearing a really spooky, creepy mask. So, okay. <laughs> my, my moose is kind of scarier than Goofy. I would say uh, I'm going to let the Chris's go first because they've. I could say the other Chris has some type of costume, a moose. And uh, then we'll let uh, Dave and Steve. We're going to let Mr. Figueroa go first. You know how it goes, my friend. I'll give you some time so you can go. Everybody will have their own chance. I'm going to make it fair like that. And if you don't get it right, then we'll let somebody else step in. So. Here we go. He's over here. God, look at that thing. Look out. Can we get out of here? Ooh. And I'm going to, I'll give you a hint off the bat. This is a song. Can I steal? I would like to steal. <laughs> this is a song we're talking about, okay? This wasn't a movie. Oh, this is uh, the beginning of Thriller. And they're in the movies. And the uh, date he's with, she's scared. And that's when they leave the movie theater. And fucking Thriller, baby. That is correct, my dude. Very good, very good, very good, very good. Um, for a little extra points, how long was this video? I wanted to say it was at least six minutes long. Mm, close. It was clocking. Was it? I thought it was like oh, nine minutes for some reason. I thought it was like 13. Other Chris, you want to throw one in just for shits and gigs? Ooh, um, 12 minutes. Oh, it was clocked in at 14 minutes. 1342, if you want to be exact. So. Ooh, damn. Steve with that's the numbers what, game, man. Yeah, <laughs> Steve's got them numbers on law. <laughs> yeah. Dave's doing numbers trivia game. Watch out. Steve's going to fucking smash. So 
All right. Solid, solid, my dude. And yes, maybe I shouldn't have given you the hint because that might have that might have helped you right there. So Oh, I knew, man. I knew oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Great music video and song back in the good MTV days. So solid. All right. We're gonna move on to the other Chris. Uh Nightmare Before Christmas. That is correct. Hey. But what's what's oh. the song? Now what? what is the Oh it's Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> yeah. dude? Okay. This guy definitely just threw that out there as a guess, you know. Now Nightmare <laughs> what's the song, huh? Is a um, movie that it was in. Now what is the title of the song? Th- this is Halloween. This is Halloween. This baby. is Halloween. This is oh, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Should I make a PSA now on the pod? You've never even seen this movie, have you? It might be. <laughs> if you have a sticker for this movie on your car and you're an adult, I'm judging you. <laughs> dude, have a We're tattoo, dude. Just to see how many people have tattoos <laughs> of that shit, bro. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, judging, I'm, sure. I'm judging you harder. Oh, uh, I've never, I have a Star I've Wars tattoo fully... on my body, so don't fucking listen to my opinion. But... Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I, it's a different To, to each their own, but I, I feel like I've never truly understood like the in fact like infatuation that people have with that movie like there's such a huge cult following i get like the for the stop motion and like what it took to make it was pretty amazing and super creative but i've just never been that into it dude i just don't care if i'm behind you in traffic and you got the little jack skellington sticker on your car i'm just judging you silently behind i'd say musical based though guys this is a banger of a movie as far as songs go Every great, song, great movie. movie. Don't get me wrong, but the great songs, movie. every song in this movie is a banger, dude. I think, uh, I think I was scarred because my uncle took me and my cousin, and we left after like ten minutes, and we went and snuck into Jurassic Park and watched that <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah, I would say as the maybe not a lot of Halloween songs, but just put on this whole album, it's still fucking really good banger. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, some people, some people like it, some people don't. Huge cult classic, and you know who directed this? Other Chris, Tim Burton. Yeah, the man. Actually, Tim Burton didn't direct it, man. Oh, correct. Oh, I'm sorry. I was testing you, bro. <laughs> it was Tim Burton's brother, dude. Michael Jim Burton. Burton. <laughs> oh, Jim Burton. Uh, that's right. Tim Burton didn't direct this. Wow. I saw. Would like he produce it? it? Tim Burton's brother created Burton Snowboard, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> is he? A t- is Tim Burton attached to this movie at all, or did I just uh, make that no, up? No, Tim Burton for sure is attached to this movie. Okay, it's his creation. I'm pretty sure he like created it and wrote I it. I know. think he didn't direct know. it though, right? He had the he had drawings for it, and they wanted him to direct it, but he was doing Batman Returns. Oh, so it was a different guy who directed it. Yeah, Henry Selick. Damn. But but it is called Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. True, it's like you know Guillermo del Toro puts his name. Dude, the thing is, if you guys watch watch uh, Edward Scissorhands, and you get such Nightmare Before Christmas vibes from that movie that it's almost like Edward Scissorhands was like the moment where he's like, oh, I'm gonna make another movie. With mm-hmm. the same like same concepts, the music. I think Danny Elfman did the music for that too. Um, so go go and watch that. It'll give you a lot of the vibes. Tom Selleck's under um, appreciated brother directed that movie. <laughs> 
Dude, how much would it suck to direct Nightmare for Christmas and there's a whole entire cult following in America and no one even fucking knows your name because you're dude. just Tim Burton's movie. Oh, dude. for sure. <laughs> he probably got he probably got paid though. All right, solid, solid, solid. We're gonna jump to we're gonna jump to Steve. Mr. Steve, you ready for this one? Yeah, ready. And shook his fist and said, Whatever happened, yeah, there's there's a twist. Monster Mash. It was the Monster Mash. It was the Mash. I don't know who sings it though. The Monster Mash. It was a mess. I know. I should have talked it the about same it people. More. I think it's the same band that sings Love Shack Baby. <laughs> um, Love Shack. <laughs> it is, if anybody wants to guess, it is Monster Mash, Bobby Boris Pickett. The Crypt Kickers. So. Never would have ever guessed that no. in my life. Who Bobby obviously famously sing Love Shack. Love Shack, baby. What's the love it's now the It's now the monster man. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard. Uh, very good. And damn it. When I stepped out behind the scenes for all you listeners out there, I had to step out, came back on, and somebody was playing that fucking song. I was like, oh shit. But again, <laughs> but that's the probably the most expected. I know. I know. If we're not talking about the most expected Halloween song ever, that might be the the Halloween song. I don't know. I think it takes the cake, but I think you got a rate thriller up there too, as well. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. If a thriller is like a song you could play not at Halloween, Monster Mash is not really a song you play right. at Halloween. And yeah, we're not having a Fourth of July barbecue playing Monster Mash, or are we? <laughs> yeah. Somebody argued when you brought up Love Shack, and they were like talking about fucking the whole time, pretty much. And somebody was like, "I'm pretty sure the Monster Mash is talking about an orgy." If you go back and listen <laughs> to the entire song, you're like, "I'm pretty sure it's like a monster orgy." So it's not. They never once say like well, a party. Have you heard? There's another monster mash but it's like a christmas edition or something i forget i I discovered it last year at halloween i was like what the fuck is this and i listened to it not as good so if all the monsters are just fucking shouldn't it be called the monster smash the monster smash (laughs) we found chris's soundbite for this episode (laughs) did the monster smash (laughs) they smash some ass smash that ass all right (laughs) We are rolling into David's round. Here we go. And that began the nightmare on my street. <laughs> Very That's good. a great song. Great uh, Fresh Prince song, dude. Classic. That is, yes. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, A Nightmare on My Street. Dude, and- love that song. When I was a kid, uh... My cousin Kevin, friend of the pod, had greatest hits of uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh and Pr- Fresh Prince, and that was on there, dude. And I fell in love with it the first time I heard it. It still holds up to this day. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good song, and of course, I don't know. I, I almost was gonna pick it for somebody else, but it was a, a good one. Not a lot of Halloween songs. These are the good ones that popped up. You guys haven't heard that song? Go and check out. Will Smith, DJ Jazzy Jeff. I know Will Smith a little touchy right now, but is the old Will. So good job. We're moving into the second round, the movie quote round. Just gonna keep it going the same order. So, Mr. Figueroa, Mr. Chris. It is a uh, Casper. That was a uh, that's so stretch and what was the other ones stinko or some shit like that yeah i think it is stinko uh, yeah i don't know 
but you but you nailed it bro yeah casper dude that was a uh, dope yeah. movie when it came out man oh dude it was good and it was kind of sad because like his dad died but then they made it lighthearted and when he beat when dead, you get to you see know? him as like his uh human self and then he has to go back to being casper and you're like damn yeah because you're like casper really did the homie thing and helped his helped his dad um help me out with this one guys i was looking at the information and it says cast the first person it says mel gibson the fuck he's probably stinko or oh, something so did he do a voice probably yeah. did he do a voice okay because it probably says, did literally mel gibson brad garrett oh clint eastwood is in it for a minute rodney dangerfield but they're like cameos in a sense so I wonder if that was. I it. think one of the ghosts like does the Rodney Dangerfield impression at one point. I wonder if that's just him being himself. Well, yeah, and the dad turns into Clint Eastwood at one point, and I guess it really was Clint Eastwood. Mel Gibson. Wow, I don't know that's that pretty crazy, that dude. Weird. I never would have known it as a kid. I'm, you know. Solid job, my dude. Good job. Okay, we're jumping to the other Chris. All right, here we go. Appointment for what? What do you want? We need some help. Huh, already? You just bit the big one two months ago, and you want help. Is this Beetlejuice? Damn! That is correct, my dude. And they're trying to navigate like that afterlife office fucking yep. place or whatever. Mm-hmm. A little bit vague on that part. Yep. They just unfortunately awakened Beetlejuice and they don't know what to do. So they go to this afterlife place and shit gets all crazy. And they're I'll always to remember the uh, final scene of that movie where it's like a happier scene, but they do that, the shake, 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 senora, shake it up. <laughs> and she's like floating around in the chair and stuff. Yeah. Awesome, man. Dude, amazing scene, dude. That whole like, I don't know what the name of the song. Also, the Sand Snakes, scary as fuck. Dude, oh, dude fuck what yeah, a dude. great addition. Like, it was like stop animation, right? That mm-hmm. For those worms in the afterlife, whatever you call that, that desert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like the a lady, the lady who always smoked a cigarette out of her throat used to freak me out as a kid. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, all of them. Is this the guy that would like collect uh, papers and just he was like hanging and dead and he would just get pulled around the, the office building or even with the part where they went to scare them and they turned themselves into scary versions? Yeah, that they was wild, his man. face out and like pop like the eyeballs his eyes. Out of tongue, dude. Fucking creepy. And just for some bonus points. Who directed that movie? Tim Burton. Tim Jim. Burton. Jim. No, his brother Jim. Oh, it was actually Jim, yeah. Jim Burton. From is that, the was that Selick again? Was that Selick? <laughs> actually, yeah, I looked it up. Henry Selick is uh, has a good uh, filmography, like James and the Giant Peach, uh, oh, Coraline. And, yeah. Uh, oh wow! For a second, I thought you were going to say he really is uh, Tom Selick's little brother. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. He uh, made a name for himself for stop animation. So mm-hmm. not bad. Not bad. All right. We're jumping to, I believe it was Steve. Mr. Steve. Here we go. What is it? The wound was cauterized in the very instant. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I'm going to say Sleepy Hollow. Damn, son. That's a great guess, my dude. Sleepy Hollow is correct. Was that also... No, that wasn't Tim Burton, but very... Very similar vibes. Burton-esque. Was that... Yeah. Is it not? I, I always... Is it, th- 
I always thought it was. Um, Maybe not though. I guess this must. This should be just a, a podcast on Tim Burton because yes, it it was directed by Tim Burton as well. Yeah, oh, John, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Dude, of course, of course it was. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh dude, fucking pretty awesome. Johnny Depp. What's his name? Is the headless horseman? Um, Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Walken. It's funny as I was looking at the cast. Uh, Rico from Stormtroopers. Tom Arnold. I mean, sorry, Stormtroopers. Uh, Starship Troopers. Uh, he's in that movie. Oh, well. yeah, yeah. Tom Arnold. <laughs> 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 Talking about uh, Carpool. Also a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. <laughs> We're like driving through the mall and shit. Yeah, right. I still remember. I did and like that movie. <laughs> yeah, they like get taken hostage in like an indoor carnival or something. Or I don't remember. It was weird. Off a tangent, Carpool, great movie. But yeah, this is a Tim, Tur- Tim Burton deep dig. But that was correct. Great movie. If you guys haven't seen it in a little bit, I think it was a great Sleepy Hollow movie. Pretty scary, too. Last round. DB. Here we go. Man, this one. Is this a classic? I'd say so. If it's what I think it is, yes. Can I hear it one more time? I don't know, fellas. What do you think? I'll just, conti- I'll just continue. I'm going to continue what it was doing. I mean, fuck. I don't know, man. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Ooh, Ninja Turtles. No. Let's see. I'll give you a little more. Ramshot, we got it. I am troll fighter number one. All right, all right, all right. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, Dave, I'm so ashamed that I didn't I know, know that. I know. It's I know. fucking Ernest scared dude, stupid. Dude. <laughs> I was like, give dude, me a I had to hear him. Know. I had to hear him say the word troll and then I recognized the voice. I thought it was going to be, I was like, you know what? I shouldn't give this to Dave. That it's used to be, be my all, my almost all time favorite Halloween movie as a child, man. But it's been years since I've watched it. But it is still a great movie. It makes me want to watch it. Troll, dude. Yeah, Aaron is scared stupid. And when his and dog trolls. gets turned into a wooden mm-hmm. piece, man, and you're just like, God damn it, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to admit, not sorry off on a tangent, but when I was searching that, other things popped up, and it was like a behind the scenes moment where Robin Williams and Ernest, I forget his real name, uh, were together and we're just talking and, and, and shooting the shit being funny. And it, it made me fucking so sad. And somebody was like, man, why did they never do a movie together? Dude, that would have been so dope. That guy that played Ernest, I saw like a history of the character of Ernest and he started off on just like local commercials as that. Yeah. Guy. yeah Jim Varney. Jim yeah. Varney. Yep. Pretty wild. Yeah. So Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Goes to Camp is probably my favorite, but Ernest Scared Stupid, another good one. Million Halloween movies and songs out there. So for all the listeners out there, maybe next year, we'll do one even better. Congrats, dudes. That was a fun one. I think we all got it right. Just could not recognize Ernest Scared Stupid in the beginning, oh, dude. I was oh, like, what man. the fuck is this? Did, uh, I feel like Steve and Chris, you guys had it had it in your mind. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you thought it was a Toy Story Slink Dog. Maybe <laughs> I didn't even recognize his voice at first. It just sounded very cartoonish to me. I thought it was the Ninja Turtles, dude. <laughs> oh man, what 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 character in Ninja Turtles? Like one of the turtles. The most fucked up thing. I just heard him say like Japanese something. Oh there. yeah, he was <laughs> using nunchucks and like trying to be funny. So that wraps it up. Two second tins movie quote edition. All right, A B, solid uh, two second tune slash movie quote game. But let's uh, roll it into a one has to go. 
What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit Because one has to go Alright, fellas, to keep in the Halloween theme slash horror, uh, I have three classic 90s horror movies that we're going to group and we'll have to vote one off the island. So I'm going to go with Blair Witch, I Know What You Did Last Summer, or Halloween, H2O. If you had to vote one off the island, which one would it be? Uh, For me, I'm going Halloween H2O, man. It's a great film, but I didn't watch it really that much in my youth and back in the day. Watch it more recently, good flick, but I don't uh, associate it with some crazy, good, spooky memories like the other two, so. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween H2O, like for when it came out too, had like the classic, uh, like younger actors of the time. Like it had... um, um, the dude who was also in Josh Hartnett, yeah, and then um, the girl from Dawson's Creek, I forget her Michelle name. Williams, yeah, Michelle Williams, dude. Um, I'm gonna keep Halloween H2O just because I always loved Michael Myers, I loved the Halloween films, and I loved that Laurie Strode was back in that one, and we got to see how traumatized she was, where she was in her life, and it was cool, man. And she was being overprotective of her son in that movie, and then she was right, like how it always happens, but uh, for me man this is really hard i'm gonna have to say i know what you did last summer even though it's a classic i know it's a classic and there's a great cast of like young hollywood actors in that film but yeah that's what i'm gonna go with yeah i am actually going with chris on this one nostalgia for me i know what you did last summer was just one of those movies that i happened to watch a shitload and the blair which was truly still one of those horror movies that i can still say to this day scared the shit out of me and it was pretty low budget and not not that much wacky but it's it's still so good even if you watch it because it still makes you even if you watch it in real time you're like oh this is lame but if you go camping you can't help but think of the Blair Witch dude Dude, it scared the shit out of me so Halloween H2O is is classic if I had to I had to let one go I have to let that go hmm for myself all of three of these movies I watched a bunch growing up like I said we're Right at that that perfect age of, you know, being able to watch horror movies and still enjoying them. Because as a kid, you'd watch them, but kind of not really get too into them. But like you said, Dave, for Halloween H2O, it was kind of like, oh, shit, finally, like a Halloween movie, you know, when I'm a teenager or about to be a teenager coming out and Jamie Lee Curtis was coming back. And similar to what you guys said with Blair Witch, dude, to this day, it's still one of the, I feel like, best horror movies. I know we did last summer. Really great. Awesome movie great murderous villain in it um but i would say that one probably if i had to throw some movies on it'd be the last of the three i would put on so uh nobody did last summer is off the island for myself interesting you're a good man uh, <laughs> both of those movies i know what you did last summer and halloween age 20 was about 97 98 they're coming off the same writer kevin williamson who just wrote scream the man was on a goddamn roll so my own yeah my only qualm with uh age 20 is that it kind of feels like a scream but after watching Halloween end I told my wife we just watched the original too which of course is the best I told my wife let's watch a real Halloween movie I put on H2O so uh, that's definitely gotta stay I had to go with I know what you did last summer what a twist get on the fucking boat oh you're out of here hey at least at least he's a fisherman he's a fisherman with a fish hook he he deserves to be on that boat everyone on the boat's gonna die dude 
dude. <laughs> I would I would still say though, as great as it is, and that scene where the Sarah Michelle Gellar's character running and she finally gets away and she's in the alleyway. So close. Oh, dude. To this day, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I obviously I know it's a movie, but just man, dude, like you said, so close and just heart heart wrenching. The cast of that was like young hot Hollywood though, man. Like the guys and the girls, honestly, that cast was pretty wild. But it was like I always remember when she's like giving her performance to when the person's getting killed up there and like she's they're killing him. Like, oh look at it. And everybody's just like, yeah, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, fellas. So looks like uh I know we did last summer is off the island. So I have another group one for us. Uh we'll call them horror slash eerie kind of TV shows of our youth. One being the Twilight Zone, Are You Afraid of the Dark or Tales of the Crypt? If you had to vote one of these off, which one would it be and why? Even though it's a classic, man, it's my stupid, you know, reasoning I always use, but I got way better memories attached to the other two. So Twilight Zone's got to go, man. I know it set the stage for everything past it, but it just wasn't in my repertoire when I was a young lad. Damn, dude, when you set that one up, I thought you were going to say uh, fucking Tales from the Crypt had to go because Twilight Zone... <laughs> <laughs> well, he, iconic as fuck for sure. But I definitely watched more Twilight Zone just for how old I was, I think. I think that was like something I was more so allowed to watch. And he used to freak me out, dude, because it was an older show, even when we were kids. And just the host, too, the way he talked and stuff. Like, uh, I remember being a kid and going to Florida and going to the Tower of Terror at Disney World, too, and like experiencing that. I thought it was so cool. But um, I'm going to have to say Tales from the Crypt for myself because I think I was a little too young and... And my family didn't have HBO as well. So I knew who the Crypt Keeper was and I thought he was cool, but I don't remember really watching a whole lot of it. And Are You Afraid of the Dark is, of course, a no-brainer, man. That one's staying. It was definitely my older brother watched a lot of Tales of the Crypt and that's where I picked it up. So I can see why you thought it was like a, for older people. I probably shouldn't have been watching it. it. scared the shit out of me. Dude, and that intro was fucking scary. So I guess for myself, man, this one is hard because I watched a lot of all three and and I honestly would say watching them now, as much as I love them, I would say, are you afraid of the dark? Doesn't hold up as well. Just because, yes, it was made for, you know, children slash, you know, I guess, teens. And watching them now, there's still a few good episodes, but I would still say the other two were made better. So as much as I love it, are you afraid of the dark is going to get my vote. 100% right. I tried to go back and watch some of those. Are you afraid of the dark episodes, man? Even some of my favorites. And I was like, all right, this is definitely meant for like preteens. <laughs> That's how uh, Goosebumps was too, by the way. Uh, really bad. Um, anyway, uh, when I think of Twilight Zone, I don't know if I really watched too many episodes. I remember like the movie a little bit more uh, right. clearly, but I did watch a lot of Tales of the Crypt. So I'm going to say just like uh, Disney said, Tower of Terror, like they said with that uh, Twilight Zone, you gotta go. Oh, you gotta go. You're going into the go. Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, I am just jumping on with Chris and what he was saying, man, nostalgia. Are you afraid of the dark? Just holds dear to me. Probably going back, I would think twice about it. And Tales from the Crypt was just kind of this forbidden show. I don't think my parents were too strict about it, but they weren't necessarily allowing me to watch that. And I would see them watch it and it would freak me out. Just the Crypt Keeper was 
just fucking gross, man. And then, you know, these stories were very, very rated R and we were pretty young. So it was really taboo to watch it. And I, I just remember it for that reason. So Twilight Zone was great, but I got to let one go. Ooh, so I think uh, Twilight Zone Twilight has Zone, I think, right? the most votes. Well, Twilight I will, Zone. I will say, though, about Twilight Zone, it's um, what's the what's the new show on Netflix? I don't know why I'm spacing it. It's almost like a modern Twilight Zone, dude. Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Black Mirror, Black yeah. Mirror. But obviously. It, 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 a new Twilight Zone, I think. Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. That died yeah, out pretty fast. It, yeah, that wasn't so good. It, it, yeah, I didn't even watch it. But but yeah, twi- old oh, Twilight no, Zone. No. Like when I was a kid, definitely good. But I could see why that's getting voted off. Yeah. I mean, Black Mirror for sure have these, you know. Yeah, Black Mirror is like scary. Like just because it's like shit that could yeah. happen. Yeah, more dystopian. Than oh, yeah. Black like Mirror. you could see it actually coming to like fruition in the future for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty, fellas. Well, on that note, another great spooky episode of Things We Dig. Happy Halloween. Until next time, later days. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Trick or treat. Smell my feet and listen to the Things We Dig podcast. (laughs) See you later. Keep it spooky, y'all.